This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome to another episode of The Drop Podcast. This again is a combo episode. We're going to be going over the Blues versus the Flames and the Blues versus the Oilers, a two-game road trip into the province of Alberta, Canada. Going into these games, the Blues have all kinds of issues. And I think we all know what those issues are. Just look at the last five games. The Blues have allowed 12 goals in five games, which means they're getting decent goaltending. You know, about two and a half goals a game, which means you've got to score three to win. And they have not done that. They have scored six goals in five games. That does not cut it, people. Does not cut it at all. They won the game against Winnipeg two to nothing. But that was because Hutton just stood on his head big time. They need to improve on a lot of things. It's not small things. It's a lot of things. Defensive breakdowns allowing guys to get rebounds. The goalie, Jake Allen, allowing too many rebounds. The Blues not clearing those rebounds out. The Blues not knocking guys out in front of the net. Issues all around. So what would we get in this Flames game? Well, one thing we got in the Flames game was great goaltending, and it all started in the first period from both goalies, Smith and Carter Hutton. Yeah, he does. He's going to score a lot of goals in this league. Now in front, and Hutton gets over and makes a sprawling save as both Bennett and Jankowski were in front. This is where Carter Hutton is uh, one of the best goalies in the NHL. His battle level and compete level on pucks along the goal line, any kind of jam plays, he he absolutely gets down there quick with his glove. He doesn't take let anything go to chance. Yeah, I think Dougie Hamilton just recognized he's tired. He's just going to put it in into an open area. Latuzzo across to Dunn, fires it ahead to Brodziak, works the puck over to Upshaw, pad saved by Smith. Down by they steal it in front of oh. leak again, what a save! Another shot! Kachuk at the rebound! Makes two superlative plays after this turnover in front of the net, he's wide open right there! And a great save, not just the first one, the second one! Smith was good in the first period, but my God, Carter Hutton was awesome in the first period. As usual, this game could have been three to nothing very easily, but Carter Hutton stood tall, and he's got to be one of the best backup goaltenders in the league. I know that Darren Pang said that he's one of the best goaltenders in the league, but come on, if he was one of the best goaltenders in the league, he would be a starter somewhere. It wouldn't be a backup. Do I think he's a very good goaltender? Yes. Do I think he could be a starter and play 60 games a year, 64? No, I don't think he could do that and keep his consistency that he's keeping right now with spotting Jake on back-to-back games and every three to four games. There's a huge difference between playing that way and playing every you know game, but every three or four games. Hutton's doing his job. He's working very hard to keep the Blues in this game. He could only do so much, and eventually the Flames would get a goal and go ahead one to nothing in the first period. Puck out of the skates of the referee. Here's Berlick all along. Stopped by Hutton. Rebound. Swept away. So there's the turnover. Pareko from behind the net right out front. And it looks as though it's Thompson that comes in behind. 
should be a great angle of it. Oh yeah, that's oh, it. yeah for sure. Thompson did his best to keep that goal out. Just a great attempt by him, but it did go over the line. After looking at the replay, there's no doubt, and the Flames go up one to nothing after Carter Hutton played so well. That goal would be Frolic's seventh of the year. Backlund gets an assist his 13th, seven minutes 58 seconds into the first. Calgary's up one to nothing. And like I said, this would be a goalie battle. After the first period, the Blues were out shooting Calgary nine to eight, but Hutton was definitely getting harder shots to stop than Smith. He deserves all the credit in the world for keeping this game one to nothing. Going into the second period, the Blues would get a power play and they would score early on it a minute and 26 seconds in to tie this game up at one each. And the second unit will have Tage Thompson in that high slot, John. The much coveted right-hand shot in that area. Now Shen, he gets around a man and a shot, and he scores! What a play by Shen, he did it himself! And he ties the game at one! Thanks for coming! A little one-on-one -on -one move on the power play, you don't expect that. But he took the ice that was in front of him and made a nifty little move with a forehand, taking that puck between the defenseman's stick and his leg, giving him the nine of hearts, and then rifling it past the goaltender, Mike Smith. The Blues are back in it on that big goal by Braden Shin, his 17th of the year. Just beautiful. Took it into his own hands, skated through center ice, right into the flame zone. Just deked the guy, lost him. Perfect shot, his 17th goal of the year. Pareko gets his 16th assist. Stasny gets his 17th assist. Power play goal, a minute 21. Sorry, a minute 26 into the second period. The Flames continued after this to put pressure on Carter Hutton, but Carter Hutton stood tall to the end of the second period, which the Flames outshot the Blues 14-8. There's Brodziak, the native of Edmonton. Furlan trying to fire it out. He does. And then Goudreau gets around Edmondson in the clear, and Hutton makes the save. They center it. No one is there. What a play. We told you Goudreau was slippery. What was he ever? Flames come in. And Bennett drops it to Backlund. Drops it to Brody. Fakes it. Backlund a drive on goal. And a save <laughs> by Hutton with a couple of Flames right in front. Love the way that Carter Hutton's attacking the ankles. <laughs> he is going. Any puck that's there, he, he not only is going for the puck, he's going for both skates as well to make sure it's covered up. He's got the, he's got the left leg of Furland wrapped up. Another big period for Carter Hutton. Could have been much worse for the Blues. Like I said, it could have been three to nothing after one period. It could have been five to nothing, six to nothing after two periods. And it wouldn't stop. Just the first part of the third period, Carter Hutton would have to make another save to keep this game tied at one apiece. And now half the way again. He gets into the zone. And a diving play by Bertuzzo. Now Jankowski right on in a save by Hutton. Carter Hutton is definitely doing his job, but the Blues scoring is just not there, and Calgary's going to eventually get something past Carter Hutton, and they did. Seven minutes and 57 seconds into the third. Dougie Hamilton gives the Flames the lead. Stops just inside the line. Berlin down low for Gaudreau. Try to throw it out front. Comes right back to Gaudreau. Back to the line. T.J. Brody. Looks the puck across the line. Plays it over now to Monaghan. Wrist shot, never got it through. That was blocked. Top goal, goal is gone! Dougie Hamilton knocked it off the stick of a blue, and it's 2-1 Calgary. Dougie Hamilton comes onto the ice from the benches, looking for the pass right there. 
And you see traffic in front. It didn't look very dangerous whatsoever. And Carter Hutton thought that the Blues had control there. Let his guard down just for a second. Dougie Hamilton gives the Flames the lead at 2-1 and also the win at 2-1. That would be his fourth goal of the year. Monaghan gets his 14th assist. Brody gets his 15th assist. 7 minutes, 57 seconds into the third. Calgary's up 2-1, and like I said, they won the game 2-1. The Blues just can't seem to get anything going offensively. Let's go ahead and go over the game stats. The Blues fall to 22-12-2. The Flames improve to 18-14-3. Shots on goal. Blues get outshot again 22-33. Power play. Both teams had four opportunities. The Flames didn't score any power play goals. The Blues got the one from Braden Shem. Faceoff's pretty even. 49% for the Blues. 51 for the Flames. Shin gets his power play goal. His 17th goal of the year. Pareko gets an assist. Stasi gets an assist. And Carter Hutton makes 31 out of 33 saves. Big night for him. I can't say enough about Carter Hutton. Frolic gets the uh, first goal for the Flames to make it one to nothing, his seventh of the year. Hamilton gets that uh, game-winning goal, his fourth of the year. Monaghan gets an assist. Brody gets an assist. And Smith makes 21 out of 22 saves. Let's head to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Carter Hutton, who just had a huge game and really deserved to win. Braden Shin, who got the only Blues goal. And then, of course, Coach Mike on this lost to the Calgary Flames. I, don't know, I thought they outplayed us. I don't know. I thought we gave up a lot of chances. And then from there, we couldn't get anything generate tonight. No energy. Uh, just, uh, I don't think it was a great game by our end, for sure. So, frustrating. Special teams, obviously, a big factor tonight. Uh, what did you make of your penalty kill in front of you? Yeah, I thought we did a good job. We didn't. We battled, you know what I mean? But, you know, some some bad penalties, offensive zone stuff, and, you know, things we got to stay away from. They're, uh, you know, kind of feed into their energy. and. But to come with speed, I thought we gave up a lot of chances, like little pop-out plays, like in the slot. They got a lot of looks, and uh, you know, from there, I thought they locked it down. That first goal, I know it went to review, and the buzzer went. Did you think it was was by it? What did you see on that first one from from? I didn't. The, I didn't even see it. I just saved the first one, and wow. then it was up in the air, and and I don't know who somebody hit it off my back, and then uh, and the next thing you know, I guess it just crossed. So tough break. I, I thought it was. A, I made the first stop, and you know, that's all I can really do from there. Yeah, uh, you know, simply not good enough. Uh, we didn't really sustain any pressure, get many chances. Um, you know, five and five are still, uh, you know, I don't know, continue to struggle. I don't know if we're, we're obviously playing on the perimeter too much and, and, uh, and uh, you know, I'm just simply not playing hard enough. So, um, you know, that's that results in, in losing hockey and, and getting worked and giving up shots and getting out shot. And we got to find ways to, to be better here in these last two games on the road trip. Both teams seem to be a little sloppy from up top. Did it feel that way out there tonight? I mean, it wasn't a pretty game by any means, um, you know. But I don't think it's that's the result of why we lost. I think it just comes down to work ethic and and uh, you know wanting to win. Um, you know, you're going to have those nights where it's not going to be uh, perfect. You got to grind it out, and tonight we just didn't have that effort to do it. And your goaltender gave you a chance to win. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's no surprise there. Goalie's been great uh, all year, so uh, we got to find ways to give him some uh, around support. And, um, you know, one two goals is uh, it's tough to win this league when you're doing that uh, on a nightly basis. What did you see on your goal? Uh, just uh, you know, Brower, um, you know, forward uh, standing, you know, flat foot. He tried one on one and I was able to beat him and get a quick shot off, and and that's kind of all it was. Why don't you think you were able to get the game? It seemed like you could control some of the o- o- ozone time. Yeah, right? not enough, nice. not enough. It was, uh, you know, we, we'd have an occasional shift here or there, but certainly not, uh, not a game that looks like the the type. Of, <clears throat> excuse me, the type of game that we can or, or need to play. Is it is it work ethic? Is it? Uh, well, it's 
it's a few things right now. We're, we're just not good enough, and we're not going to win hockey games until we get on the right track. And, uh, you know, whether if you've got a couple guys out of the lineup, that's one thing. That's no excuse. Uh, you know, it's, it's a matter of making sure that you're prepared to play the right way and to play that way for 60 minutes, and uh, we haven't been doing that. Carter kept you in, though, would you say? Yeah, Carter played well. I would say Carter Hutton played very well, not just well, because he kept the Blues in this game. And anybody who watched this game or listened to it, especially watched it, you've got to realize the Blues did not deserve to win this game. They did not play very well at all. A lot of mistakes. Carter Hutton, in my mind, was one of the few bright spots for the Blues. If not for him, this game would have been out of reach after the first period in my mind. He played that well. And this guy continues to impress me. He just keeps doing it time after time. And I know a lot of people, like I've said earlier, think he's a starting goalie, but he's not. He's a great compliment. He's a very, very good backup goalie. They would need Jake Allen to play that well in this next game coming up against the Oilers. He started out great, but so did Talbot. And both teams went back and forth in the first period. The goaltenders would be the story for the first two periods. And it started out early. In November, two victories for the St. Louis Blues. Tarasenko right out in front, Shen with a shot, and there is the first save of the game, turned in by Cam Talbot, of the most dangerous scorer on this St. Louis team. Not the way you want to start off, back in your own zone. You're not able to make the play. That's because of the forecheck quickness of Vladimir Tarasenko, and Braden Shen gets a dynamite chance. He's been hot against the Edmonton Oilers thus far this year, and he was looking for another goal to go on that. Yeah. Lucic, oh, pass Lord. picked off. Here's an opportunity for Berglund. His shot is stopped by Talbot. Patrick Berglund, less than a minute to go in the first period. Tate Thompson's got Stephanie out in front. Oh, what a save by Cam Talbot as he robbed Paul Stastny. First off, this is the season of giving, so Milan Lucic gives one away in the neutral zone. Patrick Berglund goes in shorthanded. Cam Talbot taketh away, though. And then on a back check, you've got the Edmonton Oilers gliding back into their zone. Nobody gets their head in a swivel. Mike Camilleri and Adam Larson have some miscommunication about who's got to come back and take the man going to the net. I know we're all upset with the Blues' lack of offense, but I tell you what, they put a lot of pressure on Talbot in this first period, and I thought they played very well. 11 shots to five, the Blues outshot Edmonton, and Talbot made some great, great saves. Going into the second period, it would be Jake Allen that would shine. And man, did he really, really play well and keep this game scoreless in the second period. That save by Jake Allen. From a tough angle, a drive. Rebound. Post. Allen got over. Either a great save or another goal post. I'm not sure. Another shot wide. Unbelievable chance there on the rebound. And he skate. Now the Oilers. Nugent Hopkins in the clear. Can't get a shot. Oh. Now they do. And a save. Oh, Jake Allen got over and stopped Kajula. Blues back the other way. So Jake Allen shines big in that second period. The Blues outshot the uh, Oilers 15-14, to 14, but it wasn't by much, and the Oilers had a lot of very good opportunities, and Jake was the key to keeping it scoreless. Going into the third period, both goalies played very well at the beginning. It's a tight game. It would take almost halfway through the third period to get a goal and once they started the goals did not stop from both teams Dean in there against Strom Blues get it shovel back to Pareko now to Thompson shoots he scores Thompson his first NHL goal and the Blues take a one nothing lead oh 
What a wrist shot as well. With all the chances he had in Calgary, this line has been buzzing in this game. What a feeling for Tage Thompson and the quick mitts that he's got. Rifles it low to the stick side, and congratulations to Tage Thompson and his first career NHL goal. Upshaw turns it over. Cassian right out in front. It goes. It's sitting in the crease. Camilleri with it now. Throws it towards the net. They score. Mike Camilleri. We're tied at one. How about hunting the puck? Dogged pursuit. Mark Latestu, terrific job. Stepping in, Chris Russell. And then in front of that, Latestu and Cassian. Watch that, Cassian. He's blocking out the sun for Jake Allen. And Mike Camilleri turns, recognizes what happens in front, and puts it on the net. Big goal, big bounce back for the Edmonton Oilers. Mike Camilleri gets a goal. 38 seconds after the St. Louis Blues had taken the lead. Nice pass by Joel Edmondson. And a pass by Petrangelo for Shen. He waits in the slot. They score! Berglund, a one-timer! What a pass by Shen! And Berglund has given the Blues a 2-1 lead. And Berglund slides up there on that shen Tarasenko line, as we talked about earlier in the game. We had that conversation with Mike Yo. He slides him up there. And He's had two good scoring chances while playing on that line. This one-timer is no exception. In the high slot, as he had earlier in the game when he fired it wide on the stick side. But it starts with Edmondson making that, kind of that relieving the pressure and playing it to Alex Petrangelo. Now the play develops and watch the pass by Shen. The stick's up in the air and boy, does he get all of this. Well-executed play and a heavy blast by the big Swede. The boards for Lucic. Lucic, cross ice for McDavid. McDavid, dry saddle, back to McDavid, he scores! Cutter, McDavid! All the way back in the Oilers zone, another good breakout. Darrell Nurse up to Milan Lucic. He threads the needle to Connor. Connor to Leon, Leon to Connor. Connor in the net, ties it up. And we've got a heck of a hockey game here at Rogers Place. What a terrific play. Look at this pass. Oh! That's a little, that's not sauce, that's Christmas gravy off the turkey right there, Kevin. <laughs> Connor McDavid gets his 13th goal of the season. What an exciting second half of the third period. The Blues get the goal. They go ahead one to nothing. Tage Thompson, man, this guy's got a great shot, especially for a young kid. Great presence. Great pass from Pareko. Gets his first goal in the NHL. Pareko gets his 17th assist. Stasny gets his 18th assist. Nine minutes, 30 seconds in. The Blues had a one to nothing lead, but it was temporary. Michael Camilleri gets his fifth goal. Just 40, just 38 seconds after Thompson's to tie it at one apiece. 10 minutes, eight seconds into the third. Then it's back to Berglund. Berglund, great shot past Talbot. Fourth goal of the season. Shane gets his 23rd assist. Petrangelo gets his 17th assist. And the Blues are up 2-1. to one. Less than three minutes later, Connor McDavid would get his 13th goal. Drysaddle, 18th assist. Lucic gets his 17th assist also. And we're tied at two apiece. 16 minutes, 19 seconds in to the third period. Looking like we might go to overtime. Maybe even a shootout. It did not happen. The Oilers would put some pressure on Jake Allen late. The Blues could not get the puck out of their own end. And uh, Drake Cagliula gets his fifth goal to give Edmonton the win 3-2. to two. 
Down low, Nugent Hopkins behind the net. Nugent Hopkins right out in front. Kajula scores! Drake Kajula with 49.8 seconds to go. Plays made in the neutral zone. Good jump button. Back check by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And a terrific entry into the zone. Patrick Maroon, he waits, he stalls. Then they're going to push it back down low. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, all the plays in the world. Drake Kajula finds the spot. Doesn't get all of it on the shot but puts it in. Some movement by the defense rolls in. That kind of confuses the St. Louis Blues. And then you wait, find a spot, bang, pushes it in. Huge goal. This line had been threatening and threatening and threatening all night, and they come up with a big one. 49.8 seconds left to take the lead. Tough, tough loss for the Blues. They had the lead, 2-1, to one, and ended up losing this game in the last couple minutes, and just a tough loss. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. 22-13-2 is the Blues record after the loss. Edmonton improves to 16-17-2. Shots on goal, Blues 36, Edmonton 35. Power plays, neither team had a power play goal. The Blues were 0-1. for 1. The Oilers were 0-3. Face-offs, 50% each. Thompson gets his first goal in the NHL, and that started the scoring barrage in the third period. Berglund gets the goal. His fourth of the year, Shin gets an assist. Jake Allen makes 32 out of 35 saves and really deserved better. McDavid gets his 13th goal. Camilleri gets his fifth goal. Kagiula gets his fifth goal. Drysaddle gets an assist. And Talbot makes 34 out of 36 saves. Let's go ahead and go to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from uh, Stasny, Tage Thompson, and of course Coach Mike on Another tough loss in Alberta. It was good, but played the way we wanted to play. And then I think once we scored, then we totally played on our heels. And it just kind of became a free-for-all game both ways. And uh, I don't know why I, I, right now, um, you know, we're just kind of, it seems like we're just, all, you know, sometimes we're, whether we're up one or we're down one, all of a sudden we completely change our game until we have to, you know, we're playing our best. We're playing, uh, regardless of score, we're playing that same kind of aggressive way kind of supporting each other, backing each other up. And then, you know, we don't make it 2-1, but same thing. Then we kind of, you know, you know, we're getting that position. We're not reading off each other. And I think when we do that, then, we, then you know, we kind of feed into the rush game. Kind of started as a goalie duel, per se, earlier. And then kind of the, in the third period, just all those goals. Was that surprising to you? Uh, I mean, goals are tough to come by. You know, and right now we're, we're kind of gripping our sticks. You know, sometimes they're, you're getting bounces. Sometimes you're not, you know both ways but um, you know if it's going to be a 0-0 zero, zero game all the way 60 minutes and then, then that's what it's going to be I don't think we we go when they're playing whoever I think on any given night it could be a one nothing game or it could be a 6-5 game in this league. It was awfully bouncy out there though I mean both teams had trouble with the puck. Uh, yeah I mean maybe off maybe rebounds around the net kind of off shots but I think the ice neutral zone off face off maybe just hard you know soft face offs I think anytime it came off the glass, and I think it wouldn't settle. But I think passing, stick handling, kind of stuff like that, it was fine. But I think anything that came off the goalies came off the loss, spent a lot of bounce, and um, that's what kind of created chaos both ways. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a, a tough way to end the game. I thought our effort level was there. Um, but, yeah, it feels good to get the first one out of the way. Uh, what did you see? Can you describe the, the play where you scored? Uh... Yeah, I, th- I think I, I just saw Stas move it over to, to Perry. I thought Perry was going to shoot it, so I just – Started climbing to that middle pocket and made a great pass to me and just tried to get on that. What do you think happened after that? I mean, 
That should energize you. They come back 38 seconds later. You guys get another lead. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's hockey. Momentum swings, uh, you know, they happen all the time. So, um, you know, you get a couple good bounces, you get a couple bad bounces. Um, you know, I think the, the key is to just keep an even mindset, not, not get too high, not get too low. And I thought we did a pretty good job at that. Um, like I said, I thought our effort was there today. That was disappointing for sure that uh, it's too bad. You know, we played, you know, I would say probably 56 good minutes of hockey tonight. And then uh, seemed like we got the lead and, and obviously their team's going to press and, and uh, we got caught in between. We weren't, we weren't back, we weren't defending and, and we weren't up uh, creating the turnovers. It was, that's uh, a bad place to be. How frustrating are those goals when it's a knuckle puck? Uh, Kajula didn't even get good wood on it. I think any goal is frustrating. It doesn't really matter how it goes in. Paul Stastny said he thought maybe the, the team got on its heels a little bit. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. You know, I think that, uh, again, we got caught in between. That's the, that's the worst place to be. A uh, few breakdowns late that, uh, you know, uncharacteristic of us. So, uh, again, I, I think that there are some things to build off of in this game that we have to make sure that we look to. But obviously there's some things that we have to fix and uh, and we have to correct. And uh, that was a, that was a game that was there for us, and we didn't uh, we didn't take advantage of it. It seemed like more turnovers than usual in, in, in the back end. Is it just one of those nights or yeah, lack of I feel like it's been a couple games now. We've got to be a little bit sharper. I think, uh, you know, at times it's our puck support, but, uh, you know, execution, just making sure that we're making uh, uh, a little bit stronger plays, moving our feet a little bit more. Um, you know, again, a little bit of credit to them. They, they, that's a team that's been playing uh, real well, and, and they kept coming tonight. And obviously they got some skill over there. They took advantage of that, but, uh, but we know we got better, and uh, we have to make sure we keep building here. James Thompson's uh, first uh, NHL goal. He's, he's played well yeah, for you. I'm very happy for him. He, he's played well. He's done a real nice job. Uh, Stas and Steiner have done a real nice job with him as well. They, those guys continue to get chances, so that's positive. The Blues did play a little bit better in this game against Edmonton. I thought they had some more scoring opportunities. They looked a little crisper, but they still lose their third in a row and their fifth out of their last six games. Not good at all. You can't lose five out of six games and expect to continue to stay at the top of your division or your conference, and they're not. The Predators are now in first place in the Central Division, so they've got their work cut out for them. This team needs to find a way to score more goals. Did they score two goals against Edmonton? Did they? Yeah. Did they score two goals against Edmonton? Did the offense look a little bit better? I thought it looked a little bit better. I thought that some guys stepped up a little bit. I thought Berglund played very well. I'm still a little disappointed in Alex Steen. He's making almost $6 million a year, and he just has really declined over the last couple years. The Blues had a decision to make a couple years ago where they had to decide, are we going to sign Steen or are we going to sign Bacchus? They signed Steen instead of Bacchus. But I think Steen is starting to decline, and he's at that age. He's 33 years old. Can he get back to what he was as one of the better two-way players? I don't know. That uh, jury's still out on that question. We have yet to see it this year. Yeah, he was injured early, but since he's come back, he has not looked good at all. If he stays at this pace... Doesn't miss any more games for the rest of the year. He's going to have between 8 and 10 goals and somewhere between about 34 and 40 assists. 
Is that good enough for a, almost a $6 million player? I don't think so. And his plus minus is bad this year, and it keeps getting worse over the last couple of years. I'm not saying the Blues shouldn't have signed him. I'm saying maybe they should have really looked at this and not given him almost $6 million a year. I don't know if there's other teams that would have given him $6 million a year. Alex, you need to step up a little bit. Something needs to happen. There's other guys that need to step up. We need more out of Yashkin, and Yashkin's played good this year. We need more out of Payarvi. And people are going to tear me up for this. But I'm sorry, guys. We need more scoring from Vladimir Tarasenko. He's supposed to be one of the elite scorers in the league. If he keeps at this pace, he's going to have 30 to 32 goals. And that's not a good year for Vladimir Tarasenko. It's just not. We need more from the defense. The defense is allowing too many really good opportunities. They're allowing guys to come in and get rebounds. And sure, some of that is on Jake Allen and Carter Hutton. But Carter Hutton's played much better lately than Jake Allen. Jake's letting some rebounds out. But I don't put all that on him. That's going to happen. Those of you that have never played goalie don't understand that. Sometimes you can't control a rebound. And when that happens, you need your defense to come in and clear that rebound out or at least keep guys off that puck so that you can come in and clear it out. They've not been doing that. They just haven't. They're not playing well. Plain and simple. They played better against Edmonton. I will definitely give them that. And I'm not trying to bash them because I do like the progress against Edmonton, but they continue to make the same mistakes defensively. They've got to shore that up. So this isn't just on the offense. This is also on the defense. They're playing good certain parts of the game, but they're breaking down and allowing goals that they should not allow guys to get that open or that much in front of the net. They just shouldn't. It's got to stop sometime. And I'm hoping that it does soon. They've got a game tomorrow night against Vancouver. It's going to be a tough game. Vancouver is a tough place to play. I've been in that building, and if you've ever been in that building, you know what I'm talking about. I'm getting kind of off track here, but anyway, plain and simple. Cut down on giving the teams good opportunities. You can only expect so much for your goalie. Yeah, he's going to give up some rebounds. For the most part, he's going to get a lot of them, but when he does give them up, you've got to clear people out. You've got to get in there and get that rebound out in front of him. Clear it out. You might be able to even get a long stretch pass out of it. If they're pinching in and coming towards the net somebody's got to be open towards the blue line to get it out or towards the center line you've got to do something with that you've got to continue to put pressure on the goalie like you did in the Edmonton game I think if they do that they're going to start scoring some more but we really need some guys to step it up and I think they'll do that eventually thanks again for joining me for this uh, game recap of the Blues Flames Blues Oilers tough trip to Alberta they lost two games They can't keep doing it. I think we're going to get a better effort Saturday. I expect a really good game out of Jake Allen. And I'm really expecting the Blues to beat Vancouver. Thanks again for joining me. I've been your host, Lance Descott. This has been the Drop Podcast, brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Check out their website. Plenty of podcasts to go to. Until next time, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow the Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. 
For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.